thanks for joining us to on another episode of About Faith. Today we have another good testimony for you. Uh, we have. I'm supposed to call you Elder. I'm supposed to call you it Elder. Don't you don't matter. matter. Don't Elder. <laughs> brother. <laughs> Brian Hill. Brian uh, Hill. How you doing today, sir? I'm doing great. How are you today? I'm doing great. Uh, I'm glad that you kind of decided to stop by and share your testimony with us. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a good one. I know you're a man that knows the word of God. And, um, I'm pretty sure people love to like hear your testimony because it's kind of like fading in the background a lot of times. I know, right? <laughs> behind the scenes. That's, that's where I like to be, behind the scenes. So... Yes, sir. But we'll be, we kind of get to hear some more, kind of get to hear some wisdom, because I know you got some wisdom too, so I'm kind of get to get, try. get, get some of that as well. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to kind of just start it off. I, I do not like waste too much time, uh, but just kind of start it off with like, tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, where you from, like, did you grow up in church? Uh, just like your whole childhood experience, like, what was that like? Right. So I. So I was well. I was actually born in Loudon, Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma, yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. Loudon, Oklahoma. Me. So I'm probably one of the only ones that can be a Texas OU fan because <laughs> my parents they were only there for like a few weeks uh, in Oklahoma. So I don't really remember being there, but that's why. Oh, okay. Only when yeah. you were born a few. Weeks. I was born only a few weeks, so I don't remember being there at all. And uh, but uh, you know they came back to uh, Texas, Dallas, where they're from, and so. Uh, grew up in Dallas, pretty much Oak Cliff, uh, and uh, I was raised in church. Uh, my dad uh, and my mom, uh, they were pretty uh, religious, actually. They uh, they kind of started out, uh, my my dad's dad, his dad was a, uh, he was a pastor in Church of God in Christ. Okay. So he kind of grew up in Church of God in Christ. His, yeah. his dad was a, he was like a superintendent. Over the Eastern District, you know, he was pretty. Oh, yeah, I know they got like districts. Oh <laughs> yes, yes, he was pretty well known. Um, but after that, he kind of uh, left Church of God in Christ, and actually, uh, they had my mom and dad actually had a, a few years actually in the full gospel, holy okay. simple. So, well, actually, I didn't me, even know that. Yeah, so let me back up. So, actually, my mom, uh, my mom and her sister, um, when they were younger. They actually stayed next door to the Apostle Obis. Oh, okay. Yeah, they stayed next door to him in Hamilton Park. And so uh, they grew up right next door to him. And so you probably heard Sister Owen's testimony, how she testified before, how to, you know, uh, they would always see Apostle Mary out. And they that's got, right, y'all are related. Yes. And so <laughs> they got invited, you know, they got invited to church by uh, my uncle, which was Milton Owens. They got invited to church by so him. So you're, so that's. So your mom and sister on this. They're sisters. Okay. Yes. Yes, they're sisters. And so, you know, long story short or whatever, you know, they got saved. They ended up getting saved, which drew their parents to get saved. And so, um, for a long while, of course, my mom, you know, she's she knew full gospel, you know, pretty much for a while. Um, until like later in their lives when my dad my dad even he was a member of full gospel at one time. And so until eventually they kind of uh drifted off and uh, my dad, he became his own pastor. He was his own pastor in like '88, and so um, yeah. Oh, the year old then. Yeah, <laughs> and so um, so uh, for the long for the longest for me, you know, of course, I grew up uh, in holiness. So right, right. So you know, I pretty much have a holiness background. Raised in church, you know, was made to go to church every time the church door was open. I'm sure you know that whole spiel. Um, yeah. And so that's kind of my my background where, you know, I grew up in church. But even though I grew up in church, of course, 
I wasn't saved, but I knew about holiness. I knew about it. And so, you know, uh, but then like growing up, like, um, cause I'm also grew up in church and a PK. Yeah. So <laughs> that's right. Your grandfather, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And my mother. And your mother. <laughs> yes. So growing up, but then like the, like, just like, like, I don't know, like, you didn't have no relationship, you just, like, saw it, just like, okay, this is what it is, but, um, just no real relationship with, with, like, with God growing up at, through that time. I'm pretty sure you were going to get that, but I kind of, like, interrupted you. No, 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 you're fine, you're <laughs> fine. So, yeah, I mean, it was kind of like that where, you know, you grew up in church, you know, you hear, hear these messages, and of course, you know, uh, I know for myself, I was at times scared because it's like, you know, you're hearing all these message about the word and, yeah. you know, heaven and hell. It's like, wow, you know, it's like, but I didn't, you're right. I, I didn't really have a true relationship with yeah. with God. I mean, I'm just growing up in church, but at the same time, I I felt in my heart and I knew that it was right. Right. But at the same time, like I said, you don't have no relationship. So you just kind of like going to church, going through the motions. Going yeah. through the motions. And that's yeah. kind of where I was, you know, just going to church. You know, I never got in, into any kind of trouble, didn't go to jail, didn't end up drinking, smoking, nothing like that. But it's, it's good people ain't yeah, right exactly. <laughs> it's it's no different than somebody that's out there doing drugs, and so uh, you know I was no better off. But um, at the same time, that's kind of how I grew up. Um, you know, just pretty quiet, laid back. But at the same time, no relationship with God at all. Um, and you know, you, I guess you really don't truly understand it until you actually, you know, get saved or until. You know, you you finally give your heart to the Lord, but you know, I didn't, I didn't understand it, didn't know it, but you know, I'm just going to church, and uh, as I got older, when I was a teenager, right, uh, you know, still going to church, but uh, my parents, they, you know, they after we got older, they didn't like force us to go, okay, go to church, but at the same time, I, for myself, you know, I grew up with uh, uh, two brothers and one sister. I'm the youngest, but uh, for myself, I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to make sure that I at least try to go to church on Sundays yeah. because, you know, I didn't want God to stop dealing with me. You know, I don't know. That's, it may sound kind of weird. It's like, you know, <laughs> some people, it's like they want to get away from church. But I was like, I'm at least trying to go on no, Sundays. Like, I would say, because I mean, before I got to say, I would be like, I'm going I'm to I'm make sure I pray. I, it didn't matter what I did. I'm going to try to pray. God ain't heard nothing I'm talking about, first of all. Right. But like, I was trying to be like, let me pray before I go. Just, let, <laughs> just like, I mean, I'm saved now, so I don't know if God just knew, like, I was, I don't know. It, it doesn't make sense, but you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, right. when you look back, you're like, it doesn't really make sense. Right. But you like, like, why not just go ahead and give your life to God right then? Because just like, obviously something is there. Exactly. You obviously know you're missing something. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I... I'll let you but, get back to but it. no, yeah, that's 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 kind of where it was, you know. Um, now in high school, uh, I was, of course, I was, I was gonna try to be an athlete, right? I was gonna try to. <laughs> Why you say try? I was gonna try <laughs> to be an athlete because I say that because um, um, I I knew I could have played football. Uh, because you know, I, I grew up. You know, we grew up. I grew up with brothers, so we we played in the neighborhood. You know, we hey, was play rough. <laughs> we was pretty athletic. You know, we was pretty good. Um. And I knew I could have played football, but I was too scared I would get hurt. So I was going to try to do basketball, right? But, I mean, if you look at me, I'm I'm not tall. So <laughs> it's like, you know, I would be up against, you know, giants trying to play. Not saying I couldn't play, but it was just like, you know, that's something I was going to try to do. And so yeah. 
I really, I really, 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 you know, wanted to do that to try to get discovered or whatever, you know, but of course, you know, that didn't work out, you know, um, but as I got like out of high school, then of course, um, how I came to actually know the Lord. So I started going to like community college yeah, and uh, went to community college, had some friends going to community college. So we would do that, you know, go to community college and not really, you know, not really focused on school, but you're just going because your friends go and right, you know, you're right, taking right. a few classes, but it's like, you don't really have no direction. You know, right. I'm just there at school because basically, you know, my friends at school and, you know, having right. a good time. Actually, we was playing basketball too there, um, like after class. But um, I ended up uh, meeting this young lady, right? And yeah. so um, through my friend, you know, meeting this young lady, and at first, you know, we really didn't like each other, or I was told that she likes me, and they were telling her that he likes you, but at the same time, it was like, you know, when we got together, it was like, I was like, okay, no, she don't like me. But long story short, of course, um, she ended up being my girlfriend, right? Yeah. So now this young lady, she wasn't raised in holiness, you know, nothing about holiness, right? right. And so um she uh she invited me to church now i'm raising holiness so if you know being raised in holiness you go to something else it's like this is no this is what is this you know and so she invited me to church and of course you know i was like i'm not used to this type of church i I didn't like it and so you know um you know we just left it at that and so then after her inviting me to church she wanted to come to my church where my dad was pastor right but i wouldn't invite her I was scared, right? Because, you know, it's holiness. It's like, you know, I don't know if I invite her to church, she may not like me. So, but, uh, so she, I mean, she was real persistent. In Were you safe at this time? I wouldn't say. Oh. No, I wouldn't say. And so, uh, she was like real persistent. Like, why come you want to invite me to church? And I just, I wouldn't tell her the actual truth. But, you know, deep down I was like, well, if I invite her to church, she's going to think that holiness is crazy. She ain't going to like me no more. And so all of this, right? And so, um, I still like wouldn't, I don't know how many weeks went by, but it was like, I don't know, maybe weeks, maybe some months that went by, you know, I wouldn't invite her to church, but she was like real persistent, kind of like, now I say this, but like, like Delilah was persistent in, 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 you know, (laughs) in trying to get, uh, Samson. Samson, you know, she, she was real persistent in asking like, Hey, when are you going to invite me to church? And it was like, she couldn't figure it out. And so finally, you know, I said, okay, I invite the church. So I invited the church. And uh, to my surprise, she liked it. And I was like, hmm, really? She was like, I mean, she was paying attention to the Sunday school. She was listening, all of that. And it was like, and she wanted to keep going back. She didn't want to go back to her church. She wanted yeah. to keep going to <laughs> my dad's church. It was like I said, it was a holiness church, right? And so, you know, we would go to church. And that's what we would do. Every every Sunday, we would go Sunday morning. Like I said, I wanted to go to church on Sunday, but she didn't want to go to her church. She wanted to go to our church. And so, I mean, we did that for some weeks, you know, she, she met my mom and all that stuff. And so, um, one day it was, I don't know, I don't know how long it was, but you know, we were, we were uh, pretty consistent in going to church. And so, uh, one day she like got sick and she like invited me over to her house to, uh, or I went over to her house, you know, just go check on her. And so, um, when I went to check on her, she was like, um, you know, she was, I can't remember what was going on with her, but she started to tell me about these dreams she started having, right? She started having these dreams, right? And she said she was having, I, I keep having these dreams like, like I'm, I'm dying or I'm going to die. And it was like, you know, it was like kind of scurring her, right? And so she, uh, she was also thinking about like the church, like the church messages that was going forth where, yeah. you know, it was kind of like convicting her right right and so you know and she was just saying you know i don't really want to you know i don't want to i don't want to die but 
she started talking about, I think I want to be saved. Of course, yeah. I wouldn't even think about being saved, right? <laughs> you person that grew up. Exactly. I, I grew up in church. <laughs> and she didn't that specific up. church. <laughs> right. She didn't grow up in this type of church, but here she is, wanting to be saved. And I didn't even have, I didn't have a mind to be saved at the time. But after just kind of talking with her and listening to her, and I was like, wow, you know, and and I was telling myself, I said, man, I could, I could, because I knew, you know, I knew what was going on, you know, because in my mind when I heard that, I was like, that's the Lord dealing with her. And I was telling myself, you know what, I could walk away and not tell her anything. Yeah. But, you know, it was just like, it was too strong of me not to say to her. I said, I, I got to say something. And so I began to tell her, I said, uh, I said, hey, you know what? I said, what you dealing with? I said, that's the Lord dealing with you. And, you know, it's probably good for you to be saved. You know, just after her conversation, we conversating, having this conversation, uh, we decided, of course, after me talking to her, you know, she was already convicted. So me talking to her about that, I started getting convicted. Yeah. And so we uh, we decided that day, say, you know what? I think we need to go get saved. And so that day, uh, we decided that we was going to go to church that Sunday night. And get saved. And I remember calling my mom, telling her, I say, hey, you know what? We, uh, me and my girlfriend at the time, I said, hey, we're going to come to church and tonight and we plan on getting saved. And that's yeah. what we did. That was back in 95, yeah. 1995, <laughs> right? And so after after that, we did that, right? And so, man, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing, though. Like, you know, that day I remember, you know, I had at the time, they didn't have CDs, they didn't have MP3 players, we had cassette tapes, right? Yeah. And so I had all these, I had all these cassette tapes, all <laughs> this, this, this rap music, you know, I used to listen to, you know, just, it's like, man, I look at that now and it's like, man, you know, I didn't even realize some of the words that was being said, just like, because it's like. Become normal and you become numb to it. Yeah, it's coming you it all the time. Like, wow, now when I look at the, it's like, man, I was listening to this type of stuff, but you know, it's, you know, I was just glad to be. Not under that same type of mentality, but um, we got saved that night, and so not too long after that, um, I married that young lady. Yeah, that's uh, you know, that's my wife, and of course, history. Now we got four kids. Been married for almost twenty six years. Yeah, I thought about it real quick. Yeah, I, like, yeah, I got four kids, four, <laughs> four grown kids, right? <laughs> and so uh, we got married, and uh, you know, we 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 have been living for the Lord ever since, and so that's how. I came into knowing the Lord, which is a, I guess it's, it's, I mean, I guess the Lord, he's never conventional, right? So it's, right, it's right. unconventional methods is how he reached me. It's like, you know, he reached me to somebody that's not even in the type of church that I go to. Right. But, you know, it convicted her, convicted me, and before you know it, you know. You got the, like, Holy Ghost that same night? Got the Holy Ghost actually that same night. I remember, got the Holy Ghost that night. I remember speaking in tongues. That night, I mean, I went down. I remember going down to the altar and praying. I remember I was just crying and, you know, just, you know, asked the Lord to save me and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I don't know what really happened after that. It was kind of like I just, I, I, I'm going to say I blacked out, but it was just like I don't remember much. But I remember when I came to myself, I remember hearing myself speaking tongues that night. Oh, really? Yeah, and she was speaking in tongues even that same night. And it was it was just a great feeling, just, you know, just feeling relieved that, you know what, I didn't I done got saved. And. We didn't look back after yeah. that. So I love how he was like, you know, it was like a difference between like, even though you didn't actually say it, but like it's understood like that was a difference between just going to church and actually being saved. Exactly. Like, like cause I think in this day and time, people feel like they're okay if they just go to church. But like, no, like mm -hmm. there's going to be a bunch of people that are going to like, be left behind. You know what I mean? Or if you die before, you know, they return, probably a bunch of people that are not going to make it to heaven. Just, just, 
from church, right? They're going to go to church every Sunday. Mm-hmm. They're going to do, they're going to be on worship board. I mean, scripture teaches us this, right? Like, that's, that's oh, what's yeah. going to happen, right? And so I like that you are able to, even through your testimony, it differentiates between just going to church and actually being saved. Like, yes. and actually being, even, and it seems like she even knew, right? Like, uh, yeah. A sister here, like she even knew, right? Like it's a, it's a difference between yep. like she was like, hey, something different about this, she and, it, and it. it grew on her, like so. And it was a like, hey, we need to be saved. Like we, although we're going, it's that's not enough. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. And I love the fact that that story kind of tells that. And so I said, you get the Holy Ghost, and you said like you remember speaking in tongues. Did your hands look new? I would ask you, <laughs> you know, because you know it has to be. I think our pastor just said it. He was like, "He did. It got to be more than just your hands." Got to be more than that. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Um, you know what? I remember. I mean, I've heard that phrase so many times. It's like I I can't really say, but I I can't say that I had a. It was like a, a different. I know it was a difference inside of me then versus. That mean you. That mean you could tell. Like before I then, it was different yeah. because, like you said, um, I was just going to church before, and this time right. it was like. I was really, it was something different that I was seeking for. You know, it wasn't just uh, just go to church. And even, uh, you know, hearing the messages, it was like I didn't have a mind to to be saved before I even got saved. But that that day, my mind was made up. I had a mind. I was like, you know what, I'm going to church. Like I said, I, I threw away all those cassette tapes before I even got to church. Oh, I, for real? You yeah. cleaned eyes Oh, yeah. I didn't, even, I didn't even have, it was like that desire was gone just like that. Even though I hadn't got saved, it was just like it was gone. And so I knew it was something different just about that experience. And uh, it was like, hey, you know what? We're going we're gonna to go to church and give our heart. And even like I said, Sister Hill, even her, I remember she, we talked that night and she was like, hey, what do I sleep in? And it was like, <laughs> I was like, I, I was like, man, she say for real. Because she, <laughs> she's never asked that question, right? But it was like, she knew it was something different. And she was like, hey, what do I sleep in? So, trying to be holy going to sleep. Going to sleep. <laughs> trying to tell you, man. But it was something different. That was, that was pretty, I mean, that was kind of like the defining moment for like us, you know, starting out our ourselves and our family yeah. but that was like a whole new direction in life right there yeah that's amazing so i love hearing that testimony um but i always tell people like once we get saved you know it doesn't just stop there like the devil the enemy wants to try to fight us he mm-hmm. wants to try to like get us back so and the bible teaches us that you know we're gonna have to like suffer some things right it's just what happens yeah. um and but god uses those things you know to make us stronger but i just want to know like did you have any Maybe experience like a trial or tribulation or persecution or anything like any kind of experience that you you can share with us that you faced since you've been saving. You know how did God help you overcome? Yeah, uh, man. Of course, whew, man. It's been several experiences. <laughs> you know, uh, almost. I know God years. been good when people start off with whoof. <laughs> yeah, no. It's like and I, re- I was like, man, which one do I tell? But um, no, it's it's been several um, things that you know has challenged our faith. Um, I know when, not too long after we were married, I know Sister Hill, uh, she woke up one morning and she had like, uh, she noticed when she, after she brushed her teeth, she noticed when she spit the water out, it was just kind of going to the side. And uh, I was at work that day. And mm-hmm. so she didn't know what was going on, but she uh, she ended up, or we ended up finding out she had a palsy. Mm. Like she had a palsy and her face was twisted. Almost like, she, it looked like she had a stroke. Oh, man. Yeah. And so, uh, like I said, this was not too long after we just got saved and she was married. I maybe been a couple of years, maybe. Actually, no, I take that back. It, it was probably within a year because I remember um, she was pregnant with my first son and her doctor that she went to see 
he had a palsy and he was telling us about it because he was explaining it was like oh yes yeah, a palsy and you know there's really nothing you can do about it there's no there's no cure for it it's not a stroke but even for him you still saw the effects on his face from the palsy because it, right. it was there on his face and so you know we just believe god i remember you know talking to my dad about it we prayed about it and we believe god that you know he would he would heal her and i don't know how long it took but you know, if you look at her now, you definitely can't tell that she had a, a palsy, but she did. She had a palsy. Her face, you know, her mouth was twisted. But, you know, um, we just had to believe God that, you know right. what, that this would this would go away. And so, and that's what eventually happened. But it's kind of like, yeah, you know, it's like you get saved and you think that, oh, yeah, things are going to be good. But it's like, yeah, I mean, the enemy, he comes to, to test us. So right. that's one thing I can think of. Um, one of the biggest trials I know that we face, like I said, it's, it's been several, but... I would say um, coming to coming to full gospel was a trial for us. I mean, oh, mentally, um, because, you know, being raised in a small church, right? We raised in a small church. This is the church where my mom and dad goes church. You know, I'm there for like 16, almost 17 years. And so, you know, the time came where it was like, you know, I knew within my heart that it was like, it's it's kind of like I don't know you know I don't know what Abraham felt definitely don't put myself in the in the category <laughs> of Abraham but I imagine sometimes what he thought about when God tells him it's like hey you know what you got to get away from your people and I'm gonna show you basically I'm gonna show you a a, a new direction in life and you know he tell him he is he has to get away from his family basically. that could be scary too because God is, is telling you to do something and you are like this is normal. Like God is pretty much telling you to go away from your normal. From your norm, get out your norm, get out your comfort zone. And yeah. so, yeah, I think about that sometimes. It's like because scriptures don't tell us like how did he feel, what was he thinking, you know? But yeah. we know that he obeyed God. But because um, all that matters is obeying God. Like God, like how you feel no matter. All that matters is <laughs> like and that's and, and and unfortunately that's really how it is with God. Like you know how we feel. Because he's, he he at the end of the day he does have our good in he does. right like he always has our good in mind so like and I'm not I'm not I don't want to say like God is not concerned about you because the scripture does teach us to care like cast all our cares upon him because he cares for us mm-hmm. right but like in the ultimate thing if God is telling me to do something like my feelings about it right. doesn't matter because. God knows best. So <laughs> you're right. You're right. God knows best. But it was it was challenging because, um, you know, like I said, this is the place where I grew up. This is the place. Of course, this is my mom and dad where they're at. But I knew it was the right decision uh, to to uh, separate and 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 go. But it just didn't feel right because this is your mom and dad. Right. And right, so, right. Right. It was real hard for us. And, you know, and at a smaller church, you know, I don't know if you've ever been, but at a small church, it's like you get used to doing so much. I mean, you wear so many hats. small church. Yes. Okay, so you, you know all about it. But, I mean, it's like you, you wear so many hats. I mean, you know, we, we did just about everything there. I mean, I worked right there. You know, I was there assisting my dad. He was the pastor. So, yeah. you know, I assisted him in everything. And so to have to do that, it was like I didn't. What made it hard was that people that that knew me and where they would see that now I go to full gospel it's like I didn't want to have to answer that question well what happened because you know it's like people think things and it's like and for myself and of course you know for my my family for my wife it's like we we just try to stay under the radar you right, know right 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 no trouble we don't it's like but it was like 
I didn't want nobody to have to ask me, like, why did, why did you leave? You know, or it made it look like, you know, you left your parents? And it was like, I couldn't answer that question. If somebody right. asked me that, it was like, yeah. how do I answer this question? So that was really a mental, I mean, it was a mental challenge just trying to, you know, just figure out how would I answer this question if somebody asked me that. And it was just kind of an uncomfortable situation, maybe for like, I would say like for the first couple of years, maybe even going to three years being there at Full Gospel, because it was like, you know, you're trying to get comfortable here being at Full Gospel, but at the same time, it's like, man, I don't, I'm, I'm no longer here. So it was like, you know, just trying to find your way. And it was like, I just remember that being just a, a mental battle in the mind. Right. Just trying to cope and and deal with that. And uh, it was it was really challenging. And then maybe two years after being there at Full Gospel, my dad passed. Oh, so man. it was so like... It's even- it made it even feel even worse. Yes. So it was like, oh my goodness, like wow. So I was like, man, it was. I mean, it was just, it was just very, very, very challenging. And it was just like, but at the same time, being there at Full Gospel, it was like, man, you know, it was, it was amazing because, like the 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 messages that was going for, not only that, but I would say even the people. I mean, I had people. I can't tell you how many times where we were walking, maybe in the hallways, and people just. Uh, pulling us off the side or somebody just stop and say, hey, you know what? We really love y'all family. It's like, really? It's like, I don't even know. It's like, yeah, you, you really love? It's like, it was like, you know, it was like, but but that's kind of, I guess that's kind of like the comfort where God began to kind of try to ease our conscience where you just had random people just coming telling us. I mean, I had people sending messages maybe in the inbox just saying, hey, you know what? Uh, we really love y'all family. It's good to have y'all here. And it was just like, those things just kind of, it wouldn't happen all the time, but it's just kind of like, it was just easier, easier. It was helping to yeah. cope with the situation, right? Yeah. Even, well, at the time, you know, before the pandemic, you know, you could hug people and all that kind of stuff. I mean, every time we went to church, the usher that was there that we went in, she always, oh, yeah. she gave yeah, all of us a hug. <laughs> So it was just like, man, she would tell us. Depending on who you are, you might get, you might get two or three hugs exactly. before you get to your seat at that time. <laughs> yes. She would hug us and she would tell us, boy, I love y'all. And it was just like, wow, you know. But it was just, yeah, that was, I guess that was a way of how it, you know, just uh, would settle us. And so, you know, of course, you just had to pray about it and just, you know, just ask the Lord to the Lord just, just help us. And I, it, it, I, I kid you not, since, since, since being there, and of course, um, you know, I don't, I don't knock anything because I learned, I learned a great foundation under my dad. Yeah, how to yeah, stay yeah. safe, how to be safe. I mean, he, I learned so much under, under him and my mom. You know, um, and also too, you know, when when we went to full gospel, it's like, man, it was. I'm, of course, it's like my learning just got broadened, right, right, just with so many other things, and it was just such a, you know, it was just, it was just good how that, you know, it's like, wow, man, my understanding and it, it's like even more knowledge just got opened up. Yeah, you know, just just from being there, and it's it was just good. So you know, yeah. Any scriptures you had to like stand on during the report? Because I mean, people don't understand. Like sometimes the worst trials are the ones that you have to go through mentally. Yes, you know what I mean. So um, I mean, I've been there. I mean, it's just those mental battles can be mental. Like, the, tough, the toughest. Any scriptures you had to like stand on during that time? Uh, I I know you kind of mentioned Abraham. Yeah, since you the father. Uh, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just no sir. Um, I know. Uh, oh, that's in that's in the Hebrews, but where it talks about I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Yeah, it was like that. I really held on to because it was like, Lord, I know this is I know this is the right decision, but it just didn't feel right. And then you know when you when you think about that scripture, it's like okay, look, you know, it's not like 
I'm making it, it wasn't a a departure of you know what a good riddance. Right. So it was just kind of like I had to really get in my mind, make up, or we had to really get in our mindset. Like, you know, it wasn't a, a, uh, where it's like we leave and it's kind of like where you leave a job and you don't give two weeks notice. You know, it's like you leave bad. It wasn't like that, but it was just like, you know what? I just, it was just the, the decisions you made. And it's just kind of like you had to make our minds up or selling our minds that, you know what? We, we made this choice. And so I don't know that God has backed it, but it was just like that scripture is like, it's not like I've I've left to to leave church because right. it's like I still had the connection, you know. We still had the connection with God and all that. We wanted to stay. It was like no, we we're not trying to leave church. We want to stay in church. Right, right. So right. it's kind of like you know you gotta really thwart the devil and his darts and you know not let him try to make this bigger than what it was. Right. You know, but I, I know that scripture is one where it's like you know you just think about it. it's like God said He'll never leave nor forsake. He's just like no, I don't have a mind to go back on God so yeah. I know this is not the wrong decision and not only that but it was just like uh after even after being at full God I kid you not um spiritually uh 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 naturally even financially God has 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 blessed us I mean right. tremendously on, on just as like I mean it's just so many doors have opened right and like I said not that that's not a knock on like where I come from but I'm just it's just, I think it's the confirmation of where God yeah, was right, doing God, for us. Yeah. Right. Which I like you said, you was like, you never leave for sake. Like sometimes they like, what he's telling you to do, it may not feel right, but it'll eventually, like. That's exactly yeah, it. Yeah, like sometimes God is telling you, like, I don't know, it don't feel right, but I know, I know what I'm, t- I know what I'm supposed to be doing and this is where he's leading me. And that's why we can't, we like, we hear it, we hear it too at our church. Like you can't always go by your feelings. Like, that's right. What God's telling you to do, I mean, you just got to do it. ain't going to feel right. Yeah, it may not feel right to you, but yeah, that's where trust and faith, mm-hmm. and I ain't talking about faith one day, but like, <laughs> trust and faith, um, but that's where, that's where it all comes, comes down to, like, 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 you know, I'm pretty sure it didn't feel right, like, I mean, we're going to keep using the example, Abraham, right, like, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it didn't feel right, like, we don't know, but I'm pretty sure he was like, man. He probably had some moments where he was crying. Yeah, he was like, like, I got to leave good. my family, but. He knew it was what God had him to do. So yeah, so, I'm pretty sure. I mean, other other situations, other people. I'm pretty sure they they told to do things like it just didn't. It don't feel right, but that doesn't mean that it ain't right. Right, <laughs> you're right. No, it didn't feel right. It was like, wow, you know, this is whew, this is something. But did you I have any the right decision? Have any like uh, songs? I'm not asking about scriptures. I don't know if you had some more scriptures. I kind of moved on. I'm sorry. No, 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 it's fine. Um. As far as song, let's see. You know what? It comforted you through your. In regards to that situation, uh, I believe it's William Mc, William McDowell. I I will never go back. I don't know. You heard that? I Um, I mean, I know William McDowell is, but I haven't heard. Yeah, he got a song. I'll never go back. Um, that song definitely helped through the situation. Um, I like a lot of old school songs, of course. Like quartet, quartets. Oh. I love quartets. <laughs> uh, Mississippi Mass, Chicago Mass. Um, I mean, you got saved in the nineties. So yeah, yeah, I can respect yeah. that. So, <laughs> they didn't have. They didn't. They, I mean, they was just getting CDs out, and yeah. you know, when I got saved, so it wasn't a whole lot of uh, stuff on. Well, a lot of stuff was on cassette, but uh, I tell you, uh, kids don't know what we're talking about right now. They're like, what's a cassette? <laughs> What's a cassette? What's a cassette? Yeah, before MP3 <laughs> players, we had cassette players. Um, you know, before Aretha went to the world, she has a great 
CD, Amazing Grace. Oh, for real? That gospel CD. I mean, that is, she got amazing songs on there, you know. That's before, of course, you know, she... Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but she did sing gospel. She did. She was she was raised in church, but that's one of the CDs we listened to because that was like one of the first CDs I had actually. Because like I said, they didn't have a lot of you know. Right, right. Back right. then, it was like you couldn't what, find gospel, gospel like like, like you can now. It's like right. you know, of course, a lot of these songs now, you know, they they mixing them watered down. Yeah, they watered down, so you can find a lot. Of <laughs> you uh, any uh, spiritual heroes you've had in your life? Spiritual, of course, my mom and dad. Definitely. Um, I know my dad, he used to always, before I even got say, he would always tell us, you know, at Nibblefields, when we were riding the car with him, we know the, 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 we got to get, you need to, you know, y'all need to get saved speech was going to happen. <laughs> you know, I look back on that, but it was just like, you know, he was always trying to just plant seeds. Yeah. You know, and that's what I look at. And I'm appreciative, I'm real appreciative of it now because it's like, now I really see where his heart was. You know, at the time when you're young, you're just thinking that, man, you know. I know I'm gonna get this speech, but he didn't even tell us, you know, and say, hey, you know what? I know you're not saved, this day, but even though you're not saved, you need to ask God to give you a mind to be saved. He say, but in order for God to hear you, you gotta repent because God don't hear sinners. You know, right. he didn't tell us this. And uh and that was something I used to do uh faithfully at night. Just like you say, you pray at night, you know, I would pray. I, you know, I just feel like Lord, I don't know, you know, I just I just I just want to pray because at night it's like, you know, you get scourged like Lord. Oh yeah. You know, if I go to sleep and I don't wake up, Lord, you know, but I would repent of my sins at night and just ask God, hey, you know, Lord, uh I don't have a mind to be saved, but give me a mind to be saved. Was the worst thing. I don't know why I did that. I look back now and I was like, that was just it makes sense for me to repent every night. <laughs> yeah. To every wake night, up to do this. Wake up the same thing. <laughs> it didn't make sense. It didn't make sense. I don't know. I mean, I'm saved now, so I don't I don't know. I know. Maybe God was honoring, like, slowly honoring. I mean, I know he doesn't hear us say where they pray, but it was just like. Maybe he was. You know, maybe he was slowly honoring our prayers to just want to say he bought that. Maybe. <laughs> but you said your, uh, your, your parents, your father, anybody else? Uh, I would say my wife. Uh, she is definitely one of my heroes, uh, spiritually because she, she prays for me all the time. You know, she lets me know she's praying for me. Um, of course, you know, I know you married too, but it's like to have somebody that's, that's saved, that has your back, you know, that can, um, that can see you in your worst moments, you know, your worst times, you know, when you, when you're down, just like, you know, even when my dad passed, it was like, you know, she was, she was there for me. It was like, you know, it was trying times. Um, and even when my mom passed, you know, but she, she was there every step of the way, just, you know, sending me scriptures and right, just right. let me know, Hey, you know what? Um, I know it's tough, but you know, we're going to be okay. And, and she's always been like that, you know, just to, just to have my back and just to, just to be there for me. You know, she, she's always been there and she continues to be that support or somebody that, you know, I can, I can just, we can talk. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and we can share and, you know, just support one another. So I would say she's definitely uh been a hero as well. That's right. That's great. And so we kinda of talked about like I know you're in church and you I know you like to be in the background. Mm-hmm. I know I you still do things and you still like work in ministry. There any like particular thing you group or groups you may work with at church and you know, why do you love doing that? Yeah. Uh, so of course, you know, we got the, the street ministries that we do. I'm part of the, the SWAT team. I know you've been a part of the street 
Street yeah. Ministries. Um, but, but, but somebody make this video like Street Street, like it's outreach. Yeah, outreach. it's there outreach. You go. <laughs> you go. Streets and we try to snatch some souls. You know, you go. We just try to try to win some souls. You know, some some of the hardest areas. You know, of course, you know about it. We go to. Uh, I like that, of course, because. Um, um, of course, where I came from, you know, we didn't we didn't have a lot of that. But it's like that's 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 a whole different it's a whole different atmosphere. I like that. Sure um, is. Yes, um, I like Sunday school. Of course, now you know our Sunday school is different now. But I'm a part of the Sunday school department uh, where we we uh, do Sunday school for the young boys. Um, of course, it's not going on now, but I like that. Um, let's see, what else am I part of? I'm also a part of the Christian higher education community. What's that about? That is uh, the outreach group for the college and higher education people yeah. of full gospel. Um, it's actually a a a I guess it's a uh, auxiliary that Apostle started. You know, when he was in school, um, you know, he he would kind of see that how like young some of the some of the not all of them, but some of the the young students that would go off to college. You know, they go off to college and it's like they go to college and they come back different. Or it's yeah. like. You know, they, they faith isn't where it was. And so he kind of saw that and he uh, wanted to have a auxiliary where. Uh, Trying to help them do that. Where the young. the Thank young God for a man, a guy who like sees and understands. I know, right? Because, you mean, it is a lot that goes when people go to college and. It's a lot. It's a lot that goes. It could be a lot different from where you come from. And, I mean, I've. Uh, it's a lot of being taught and indoctrination going on so it can be a lot it is like happening when you when you step away so i see the need for something like that especially to keep people like grounded yeah in god and how to uh because you can feel like you're alone in those environments too mm-hmm. you know oh yeah I mean? especially so, not being around spiritual people you know right. it's like if you ain't strong enough you know you can get right. pulled in the wrong direction so yeah so i can see that's definitely needed um Definitely part that's definitely needed uh, ministry-wise. So, um, before we get out of here, though, do you have one last thing? Like, what, you know, what thought would you like to leave to the listeners? Just why? Mm, let's see. I like, uh, there's a scripture that, of course, I love the whole Bible. I'm sure you can you can, you can can attest to that. <laughs> you going to quote the whole Bible? No, nah, no, I can't quote the whole Bible. But, um and you know, it's, it's certain verses, of course, that, you know, it's just like, you just like, wow, that, that scripture just really resonates with me. But uh, I believe it's 2 Corinthians 5 and 19, where it states to where God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their sins, um, but he was, uh, but he has given us the ministry of reconciliation. And I think about that verse, mm-hmm. especially that first part where it says to where God was in Christ, trying to reconcile the world unto himself. And that right there just 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 helps me to understand how God is is really trying so hard to reach this world where it's like, you know, Christ, you know, Christ did all the works. He did everything. You know, he did nothing but good. You know, he healed the sick. He raised the dead. You know, he opened blinded eyes. He did all these things. But through all of his activity, it was God in him trying to hopefully somebody will believe his son, right, and be drawn to him. It's just like, man, that's just like that's just powerful. Of course, you know, it also relates to John three and sixteen. It's like God, He's trying. He loves us so much that He's trying His best to to pull us in, to draw us in. Right. You know, Christ, He's the author and finisher of our faith. But it's like God is is behind Him, and it's like God is trying to to reach us. I think uh, Apostle preached a message not too long ago talking about. Um, 
what was he talking? He was talking about how, um, like, some of the worst things that God can do to you. It's like that's not even what God want to do. You know, right, like right. The, the worst judgments. God really doesn't even want to do that. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I, I think about that verse, and it's like, man, God really loves this world, and He's trying His best to to win people. It's, it's kind of like the preacher that gets like apostle, you know, or whoever ministers. It's like when they get up, they trying their best to to reach. Mm-hmm. Somebody, you know, just I hope somebody believes. Even going out on the streets, it's like, man, I hope somebody will come today, you know. But that's that's also showing it right there too, like for people to have a mind to like go into prisons and nursing homes and mm-hmm. and I, mean, I used to go to uh, juvenile centers and yeah, um, like all these areas, right? Like where God is sending people, mm-hmm. uh, giving them a heart to go to these places. I mean, look, even. Uh, the the auxiliary um, God is showing like, hey, I love you, and I don't want bad for you. I, I want to, I want to commune with you forever. Yeah, you know what I mean. But so many people are just like slapping at the chance, slapping like slapping it away chance. or throwing it away. Um, but God is continually like touching people's heart, like with this mind yours to try to reach out to people. He's trying, you know, as best. Like, like, hey, whatever way, I'm trying to meet you, so, you know what I mean, so you can meet me. Yeah. <laughs> He's trying. His exactly. Best. He's yeah. trying. He's trying. And I think, you know, um, on our part, of course, um, and I think we, we, we kind of touched on it. It's like, like before you got saved, it was like, well, you know, why, even, even though, you know, we was praying at night, God still gave us a chance. And so it's like, that's why I think we have to continue to try to reach as many as we can because, you know, it was a time where we weren't. We weren't right. saving. I think, I think that that just that understanding, like of grace, and just understanding that man, God has so much grace on me before I got saved. It's like now I got to try my best. And to try. mercy, yeah, and mercy, <laughs> and mercy. And it's like I grew up. I was a PK kid, so it's right. like if anybody right. knows the truth, it's me. So it was like, man, as many times as I rejected or neglected to to go down to the altar after hearing message after message, man, God had so much grace on me, and I'm just. Like grateful, but it's like now it's like I got to make sure I try to, you know, reach as many as I can. Right. Well, I do want to thank you for coming by. Uh, I did get you some. I'm gonna give it to you when we stop. But uh, hopefully, we can have you back to talk some yes, more about. Yes, I appreciate it. Have you back and talk about like you know kids and what they can do to yes. you know hold on to God when they go to college. I'm pretty sure people will love to hear that. Yes, I appreciate you out. having me here and I think this is a great uh, great thing you're doing so I encourage well, you to keep doing what you're doing. I, think I will accept all the words of encouragement that come my way. So, <laughs> <laughs> and, as long as you send them with prayers too. Yes, so. sir. Alright, we're going to go ahead and roll the outro. This has been another episode of the About Faith Podcast with me, your host, CJ Hawthorne. I want to thank you for tuning in. Man, this show wouldn't be what it is if it wasn't for you. So why don't you go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And on all your social media platforms, share it with your friends. And until next time, be blessed.